All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Hey guys, it's Friday and we're on the cusp of what will be a long weekend for many of us. Now, listen in over the next few minutes and you'll have a little more time to plan the next three days. I'm Alex Matthew and this is the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint. Today is the 9th of August. Prime Minister Narendra Modi, in a special broadcast to the nation at 8pm last night, spoke about his government's latest move to abrogate Article 370 of the Constitution that gave special privileges to Jammu and Kashmir and the subsequent measure to split the state into two union territories. He said that this was necessary because the only things that this article gave Jammu and Kashmir was separatism, terrorism, dynastic rule and systemic corruption. For the key highlights of the Prime Minister's speech, do check out the website BloombergQuint.com. Now, yesterday's jump in the equity markets caused the benchmark Nifty and Sensex to have their best performance in over two months. They ended higher by over 1.6% each, with most of the gains coming in the last hour of trade. And perhaps this had something to do with that late buying frenzy. The government is considering giving relief to foreign portfolio investors which are currently facing heat of a higher surcharge introduced in the budget, according to a government official. The budget proposal to raise surcharge on individuals earning 2 crores to 5 crores and above uh, included foreign portfolio investors and alternative investment funds as they are registered as non-corporate entities. The potentially higher tax outgo spooked these investors, who have since pulled out over 20,000 crore rupees from the equity markets. Meanwhile, the inflow into equity mutual funds, that is the domestic mutual funds, including equity-linked schemes, rose for the third straight month, even as the benchmark index posted its worst July in 17 years. Net inflows rose 6% over the previous month to 8,112 crore rupees in July. Yes Bank has launched a qualified institutional placement to help it meet an urgent need for capital. The floor price for the issue has been set at 87.9 per share and the bank's capital raising committee may offer a discount of not more than 5% on the floor price. Suzlon Energy offered to repay about 8,500 crore rupees to lenders as part of a resolution plan. Creditors led by State Bank of India will have to take a haircut of as much as 44% on Suzlon's debt if the offer is accepted. Now, the National Company Law Appellate Tribunal on Thursday asked the government to file a fresh progress report on the resolution of infrastructure leasing and financial services and its group companies while expressing displeasure at delays in the process. In international news, the White House is holding off on a decision about licenses required for American companies to do business with Huawei after China said it was halting purchases of U.S. farming goods. That's according to people familiar with the matter, and that's a Bloomberg report. This isn't so much a development, more an easing of the tension, and even that is being viewed positively. This all, of course, comes after the President Donald Trump escalated the trade war by announcing the imposition of 10% tariffs on $300 billion of Chinese goods that comes into effect on the 1st of September. 
In international markets, U.S. markets ended strong with the Dow and the S&P 500 climbing 1.4 and 1.9% respectively and the Nasdaq rose over 2.2%. The early rises in Asia are also positive but in the case of the Australian benchmark, only just. Morning Darshan, how are we looking at the end of the week? Hi Alex, good morning, good morning everyone. Global markets have rallied, the US markets did well, the Asian markets have opened strong. The SGX Nifty currently is trading muted. But lots of other Nifty numbers out today. BPCL, Britannia, Gale and Hindalco will report numbers today. Among the other numbers that is SpiceJet, MRF, Shobha, Pfizer, BHEL, Sun TV, Natco Pharma, Sale, Cadillac Healthcare, NCC, Shree Cement. So all these companies will report numbers today. Page Industries came out with numbers after market hours. The results missed estimate. There was a volume decline of 2%. So I believe this is the first quarter of a volume decline that Page has done. The volume decline shows that the market share loss, especially in the men's innerwear segment. The margins were impacted by higher employee costs. The management has commented that the second quarter too has been muted so far and the management is confident of maintaining margin so expect a negative reaction on page sun pharma subsidiary tarot came out with the numbers sales was up four percent profit down two percent EBITDA up eight percent so steady set of numbers there was a forex income of eight million dollars higher tax expenses impacted the profit but the management has highlighted challenges in the industry hexaware results were in line with estimates the results were led by strong execution and margin recovery 15 days of revenue contribution from the recently acquired Mobiquity was included. Travel transportation and BFS were weak while the other verticals showed strong performance. Margin improvement was led by rising offshore effort, higher utilization and stabilizing attrition. The management has guided for an 18% YOY growth in dollar revenues. Mahanagar Gas, the margins were extremely strong while the volume growth was a disappointing factor. They've done the highest ever EBITDA per SCM of 10.25. The CNG volumes lagged estimates with just a 2% growth, but the PNG residential grew 9.4%, while PNG industrial grew 5%. Tata Chemicals results were below estimates, revenues up 5%, profit up 16%, EBITDA up 21%, but came in below Bloomberg consensus estimates. Lower raw material costed aided margins. NBCC weak numbers, revenues down 16%, profit down 38%, EBITDA down 65%, so margins at just 1.4% versus 3.4%. In terms of stocks to watch, Yes Bank, the QIP has opened, there will be a dilution of 10%. The floor price is 87.9, the indicative price is at 83.5 so both at a discount and the proceeds for the capital requirement will be under Basel 3 norms. Jamna Auto has said that they have made changes in the production schedule for all of its plant. The plants may not run or partially run on all working days in August. DHFL says that the company may not be able to meet the repayment coming up in the immediate future. Yesterday after Endurance Tech fell 20% on addressing that they would want to enter the two-wheeler tyre market. The company has withdrawn plans to enter the two-wheeler tyre market, so there could be a positive reaction. And in terms of uh, uh, bulk deals, Care Ratings, BMO Investment Fund acquired 1.5 lakh shares, uh, Reliance Mutual Fund sold in those shares, and in Affle India, Reliance Mutual Fund and Kuwait Investment Authority were the buyers in trade. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website, bloombuckquin.com, and click on the All You Need to Know tab, and you will be prepared for morning trade. Thanks, Darshan. Well, that's all we have for you on this podcast. But as always, there's a lot more on the website, BloombergQuint.com. So do check it out. This is Alex Matthews signing off. 
have a great day I hope you enjoyed listening to all you need to know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM podcast app? On the IVM podcast app along with this we have a number of other shows which you think you will enjoy. Listen to Cyrus says with Cyrus Brocha as the host, listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta, The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 